For over 100 years, Western diplomats have tried to use Western diplomacy, aka Western thinking, to bring peace to the Middle East and to end the Jewish-Muslim conflict. 100 plus years, do we have any peace today? Any end to the Jewish-Muslim conflict? Well, let's put the Abraham Accords aside and return to that later. Why? Well, first of all, because the Abraham Accords were made with Muslim countries that Israel has never been in military conflict with. But also because the Trump-Netanyahu-Abraham Accords went against all the expert Western diplomatic thinking. And that is what we will talk about later. So the answer to the question is clear. No. In over 100 years of Western diplomacy, the Western rational world of thinking has failed to bring peace to our region and end the Jewish-Muslim conflict. The two-state solution pushed time after time over the past 100 plus years, starting with the Faisal-Weizmann agreement back in the year 1919, has failed time after time again. Why? Because the two-state solution is based on Western thinking and doesn't solve the problem. The good news is that the answer on how to end our conflict is actually embedded in our ancestral Jewish culture and Jewish thinking. The bad news is that so many Jews are still so disconnected from our authentic indigenous identity and culture that not enough Jews know and understand how we already have the solution and could have had peace yesterday. Before I get more into detail about this very, very important issue, I just again want to welcome you back for another episode of The Pulse of Israel, and I'm your host, Avi Abelo. Thank you so much for watching my videos with the voice of a proud indigenous Jew living here in our ancestral homeland, sharing the politically incorrect truth about our reality today to inspire you all about what is really going on, yet not talked about in the media. Anyone who is not yet a subscriber, just visit PulseOfIsrael.com and subscribe. And if you want to be part of this amazing project inspiring people with the politically incorrect truth, then just click on the donate button on PulseOfIsrael.com every once in a while. Okay, now back to this extremely important topic. Let me start with a personal story. Back in the year 2000, I was a graduate student at Columbia University studying for an MA in organizational psychology. As part of my studies, I took a number of courses on conflict resolution. It was at that time in 2000 that former President Bill Clinton had invited then-Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak together with terrorist leader Yasser Arafat for the Camp David Accords to bring peace to our region. Another two-state solution. Well, I was in one course called Solving Intractable Conflicts, and the professor spent the whole semester explaining that the way to solve intractable conflicts is by understanding the culture of the other side, to the level of knowing what utensils to use when eating, how to use those utensils, how to drink, whether you look into the other person's eyes when communicating, when to look, etc., etc. It was to that level of detail that the professor spent the whole semester explaining the importance of understanding culture to then be able to gain the respect of the other side to then resolve an intractable conflict. Well, during this course, the historic Camp David Accords were taking place. And the professor announced to the whole class how he was so happy that we were finally going to be able to see peace in our time thinking without a shadow of a doubt that President Clinton would succeed in achieving peace 
when other Western leaders failed time after time. Now understand, this conflict resolution class wasn't one of those large classes in a large Columbia University auditorium with a few hundred students. So after the professor announced so confidently that we were about to witness peace in our time from the Camp David Accords, I raised my hand to share my thoughts. After the professor called upon me, I then stood up in this huge auditorium and said to the professor that based on everything he was teaching us all semester, I was quite certain that Clinton's peace efforts at Camp David were going to fail because Clinton's peace talks, like all Western peace talks, were based on Western thinking, not at all taking into consideration the culture of the Middle East. Everything the professor was telling us. So the professor was stunned and furious at me. He basically shut me down in front of the whole auditorium that I was wrong. Let's just say that a week later, the professor did not apologize to me or mention that he was wrong after the Camp David Accords quickly blew up after Yasser Arafat, the terrorist leader, said no to Clinton's extremely generous giveaway of Jewish land to the terrorist Palestinian Authority. You see, the problem is that Western thinkers and diplomats think that if they just come up with rational win-win solutions, then they can achieve peace. But they miss the fact that that is a totally Western thinking approach. And in order to solve conflicts in other cultures, it is not good enough and it won't work to use rational Western thinking. That is a form of Western colonialist diplomacy, so to speak. The culture of the Middle East is a different cultural beast entirely. It does not run according to rational win-win solutions like in Washington DC, London, or Paris. This is the Middle East where tribal customs and religion play a huge part in the day-to-day -day culture. Here in the Middle East, power is not just respected, but required to survive. And weakness is scorned upon and dangerous to your life and the life of your tribe or clan if you are weak. Here in the Middle East, religion is pitted against religion, where even different sects of Muslims are against other sects of Muslims, where one tribe is against another tribe, where the strong survive and the weak are preyed upon. Just look at Christianity as an example. Christendom was born in the Middle East. Yet Islam decimated Christianity in the Middle East. Christian communities in the Middle East today are tiny and very vulnerable. The only Middle East country where Christians live in complete security with freedom and equality is in the Jewish state of Israel, not in any Muslim Arab country. And this is not just in the history books. When the city of Bethlehem was under Israeli control in between 1948 and 1993, the city had a huge Christian population. Yet, after the Muslim Palestinian Authority took over the city of Bethlehem in the year 1993, since the Christian population has plummeted, today there is only a 12% of Bethlehem's population are Christians. And Christians do not have freedom or equality under the Muslim Palestinian Authority in Bethlehem, so most of them have moved out. In general, it is not safe or secure for Christians to live in Muslim-ruled cities or countries. And this is today! Forget about the history. If a community, tribe, clan, etc. does not have enough power to defend itself or stand up for itself in the Middle East, at best they will end up living like second-class citizens under Muslim rule, or at worst they will be killed or have to run away to another place in the world to live. That is the Middle East. 
a region of the world with constant conflict even between Muslims. Interestingly, the only Arab Muslim countries in the Middle East with no internal conflicts are countries like Bahrain and the United Arab Emirates. Professor Dr. Mordechai Kedar, expert on the Middle East and Islam, who I love to interview all the time, explains this phenomenon because those countries are homogeneous, each one a single Muslim tribe. That is why there is no internal conflict or violence. Whereas all the Arab Muslim countries that, have, that include various religious groups or religious Muslim sects, they are in constant conflict unless a dictator rules with a heavy hand. So, after I just explained the reality of the culture of power in the Middle East, you must be wondering, how does authentic Jewish culture provide the solution for living peacefully here in this region? Well, the answer is simple. King David himself tells us the answer in Tehillim, in Psalms, and many Jews recite his words every day. Hashem oz l'amo yiten, Hashem yivarech et amo v'shalom. God grants strength to his nation of Israel, and he blesses his nation with peace. That one sentence encompasses the authentic Jewish solution for peace. It's simple. We must be strong. Only when we as a Jewish people are strong will we then be blessed with peace. Understand, being strong does not just mean having a strong army. Being strong means not giving away our land, because Giving away your land is looked upon as a weakness in the Middle East. If justice is on your side, then you do not give up your land. And if you do give away your land, then you are weak. Being strong also means not running away from your identity, or for Jews, running away from our Jewish identity. Recently, a friend of mine was told by a Muslim acquaintance of his that the Jewish people are weak because he sees Jews eating unleavened bread on the Passover holiday which goes against the direct commandment for Jews from God in the Torah. See, here in the tribal religious Middle East, when Muslims see that Jews are not following God's commandments from the Torah, and instead Jews act like Western Europeans with little to no connection to God or our ancestral Torah, well, the Muslims look at that and see us Jews as being weak and a sign that they, the Muslims, will defeat us. They see that if we as a people are not connected with our authentic Jewish identity, then we are a weak people and easily defeatable, regardless of how strong our IDF army is. So again, the solution to peace is simple. We Jews must reclaim our identity, standing up proud and strong for our 3,000 plus year connection to our Torah, our religious rituals, and to our homeland as well as make sure that we have a strong IDF army not afraid to use our military power to crush the terror and violence of our enemies. Which means we also need strong courts that defend our right to use our power in crushing the terror and violence and not tying our hands behind our backs because of the Western values that they have adopted which are disconnected from our culture and the culture of the Middle East. That is the authentic Jewish solution to achieving peace here in the Middle East. King David told us this thousands of years ago. There is a reason he was a successful leader of the Jewish people, both on the battlefield and in strengthening the Jewish identity of the nation and Jewish kingdom at the time. Now we can understand why the Abraham Accords are working. 
because they were predicated on Israel being a strong country that the Gulf countries want to partner with for economic reasons. It was an economic relationship. A diplomacy of strength, understanding the culture of the Middle East, and not a diplomacy of Western thinking, which is interpreted as weakness in the Middle East. Understand, any peace deal that is based on Israel giving away our ancestral lands, which means giving up on our identity, will not bring any peace. Rather, that they would just push peace further away. Even the peace deal that Israel was forced to make with Egypt did not bring true peace with Egypt. America forced Israel to give away the Sinai Desert to Egypt, even though it was the Egyptians that launched the war to destroy Israel, and then they lost that war. Israel has a diplomatic peace with Egypt, correct, but it is a very cold peace that can turn in an instant with any new leadership in Egypt that will then endanger Israel because Egypt has the Sinai. However, had Israel kept the Sinai, Israel would have been positioned in a position of strength to better be prepared for any future eventuality with Egypt, but the U.S. administration forced our hand. Again, the Jewish people has the solution for a peaceful future that can be implemented yesterday. My blessing is that as many Jews as possible wake up to the secret power we have as a people in strengthening our Jewish identity and strengthening our connection to our ancestral homeland. That is the one and only way of how we will ensure a peaceful future. Peace through strength. Hashem oz la'amo yiten, Hashem yivarech et amo shalom. God grants strength to his nation of Israel and blesses his nation with peace when we are strong. It's all about strengthening our authentic Jewish identity. Not thinking like Westerners, because we're not Westerners, but thinking like proud Jews indigenous to this Middle East region, because that's who we are. Am Yisrael Chai. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.